Welcome to our webinar, the Water's New Gold CEO Briefing. Our mission is to transform the water industry. Decentralization offers us this opportunity. The plan that you've built here is super impressive. The world is experiencing a crisis in regards to water. It's a great opportunity that you are giving us investors. Not too many CEOs do a weekly briefing and are willing to talk to individual investors. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to What is a New Gold? And as people are streaming in, I'm going to set up the, um, the usual stuff helping you thrive in the world's only vital, scarce and recession-proof market. As we know, um, inflation is rising, but water rates are rising faster, which is a problem for people. And it's causing uh, business users to look at ways that they can control their own fate, their own business interests by treating their own water at a uh, often a much lower rate than the local um, water district, recycling the water, and also uh, being able to potentially do good, as you'll see shortly in the show. So welcome aboard, and let's just see, and we have a little chat. Bob Roos, sometime please update us on non-accredited investor offering. Well, Bob, here's the situation. We have a, the current administration has a, an SEC chairman, Mr. Gensler, who thinks that crypto is a scam and will soon disappear and will be no more. That's wishful thinking, but uh, it also means that anytime you do a registered offering and you're doing a crypto, you're going to be put out to dry. And that's just how it is right now. That's the state of it. That's unfortunate, um, but we are, our legal counsel has advised us that doing an S1, which is a, an IPO type uh, raise or a regulation A, which is unaccredited investor raise, both of which are, require registration, will give the SEC a chance to go, I don't think so. So that's unfortunately the way it is. Um, we're gonna work on it, but first we really, really believe in the uh, usefulness of these coins for reasons I'll discuss further. So moving on right along, uh, we have, the usual Spanish. Heather is speaking right now and doing a wonderful job. Just go ahead and click to watch and listen in Spanish. Safe Harbor Statement, of course, we have a, uh, the usual qualifiers on what we say, but we really try very hard to be exact. And if we say something incorrect, we correct it. We try to be as transparent as possible. And I think we do a pretty good job too. So, Another Newsweek article, boom, 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 boom. Second in a row, we had one on the 4th, and then now we have this one on the 11th. And it's really interesting the way it was done. Um, we, this is an opinion piece by me, helped by a very good team in the UK. And they, um, they felt, and I agreed, that you start with energy to establish decentralization because people understand the need to decentralize energy and then move to water. And sure enough, um, literally what's happening in energy is that the world's richest countries are in danger of what would normally be seen as developing world conditions. And this is also true in water. Let's take a look at the um, right here. 
what's true for energy is also true for water, pumping water through. And there was interim stuff. I'm, I'm just doing extracts here. Pumping water through hundreds of miles, et cetera. And we did a case study that showed how local treatment would, would be great for the environment. With a decentralized and modular solution, that was us, uh, myself and Dan Early writing, we can reduce both the water and the nutrient footprints in a single package. Also, of course, if contamination happens centrally, as we saw in Flint, it travels everywhere. Whereas if you have individual points of treatment, it's like your PC going down doesn't mean the entire city's PCs are gonna go down. That's a really, really big benefit these days. So new technology, of course, and we need to think about how we gotta think about limits of space, increased environmental regulations, decentralized systems designed in the 80s and long before are exactly that, a thing of the past. We need to future-proof and therefore decentralize our public service infrastructures today. So the British public voted to take back control by leaving the European Union, and we should start with taking back control of energy and water. So we're going to do a, uh, not a Brexit, a, a, a Wexit, <laughs> a water exit. Anyway, um, and that was really, really good. This is the article that links in, which is basically uh, modular water systems um, in a hotel environment. You can see if you go to originclear.tech under case studies, you'll pick up on that. All right, let's see what we've got. JRW, so as far as an unaccredited offering goes, that sounds like a big no, at least until there's an administration change. Yes, that's true. Now we have uh, Commissioner Pierce, who is very much pro this, and she has proposed a, um, a two-year development period. Unfortunately, she's not having a lot of success getting the others in the commission to go along with it. So um, at the moment, we just, we just need to execute. Now, having said that, you know, the first coin we're executing on is $H2O, which I'll talk about in a bit. And that is very conventional. It's like the JP Morgan coin. It streamlines payments. And I haven't seen JP Morgan not able to do stock offerings. So um, I think there's ways to handle it. So stay tuned. All right. Now we have a problem because uh, I don't think Tom is here. Um, and he is uh, supposed to be joining us. Let's see if I can bring him in. And if... Let's see if I can find Tom Marchesello. I do not have Tom. Um, so I'm going to be Tom. All right. So let me just share screen again and discuss. Tom is, I'll tell you what he's doing, which is fantastic work. And I, I think that the uh, Zoom invitation went to spam or whatever. So unfortunately, he wasn't able to join as a panelist yet anyway. So um, what's going on? Let me give you an update. Well, first of all, we made a press release earlier this week where we achieved first funding and we're preparing for pilot program. And we included this graphic about how what Americans pay for water and sewer service has increased much faster than inflation or the price of food. It's really dramatic since 2009, it's a 60% more, almost 70% increase with um, other items being much less. Now think about what's happening now when those items, you know, 2019, 2020, that's taking off and that's gonna continue with water rates as well. So Origin Clears Water Demand achieves first funding, prepares for pilot program and uses to potentially treat water without major capital expense. 
So what does that mean? Origin Clear received first investor funds. I'll tell you more about that. And you, last week, you heard Ken Berenger replay his Money Show interview. And you can actually watch that um, anytime. It's on our uh, YouTube and it's also on this press release. And so also we began talks for commercial pilot program, which um, you've been hearing Dan really talk about these various ones. Well, one of them actually on the 29th of October, as I said on the bottom here, is a red letter day for us because we received the first six-figure investment and began talks for a commercial pilot. All right. Now, Timothy Meltons has raised his hand. Well, Timothy, um, normally we only take uh, chats, but um, since we've, we're, we're waiting for time to show up, so let me just see if I can get Timothy. Here he is. A lot of talk. Timothy, hi. You're able to talk. How you doing, boss? We are doing all right. Getting good grades. Future's so bright. Got to wear shades. <laughs> good one, man. Thanks for uh, having me. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So what's, what's the good word? God alone. God alone is a good word. Amen. Amen to that. Okay, I'm going to let you get back to work. I'll be here listening. I, I, I do not know how I got here, but amen. <laughs> I love it. Timothy, I appreciate you coming on board. I'm going to meet you now. And I believe now Tom is, is in the house. One second. Thank you, Tim. All right, let's see what we got. Uh, and we got Tom. There he is. Main man. Well, thanks for making it happen. I'm, um, I'm just reviewing the uh, press release that we had. So just uh, going back a bit, um, this is you. I was being you, and I was not doing a great job. And then uh, I did not have your, your famous laissez-faire, you know, debonair attitude. So then we talked about the press release, about the water rates, and about October 29th, and about this, this first deal, that one of the deals that Dan's been talking about. Okay, so one-on-demand customers, this is what's special. They avoid the burden of capital expense, and the outsourced maintenance helps them eliminate that expense. And, and really what it means is it's hands-off. And business people these days want to focus on their core business. That's always been true, but it's even more true these days. It's a tough, tough market out there. And we, of course, have prefabricated systems, which are also important. Okay, so um, let's talk a little bit about the current status. We have commitments here. We, we've banked 150K. Uh, that's, whoa, excuse me, that's my bad. Um, that's three, inv three investors, I believe. Um, and then we have uh, 200K in subscription agreements. Do not know why this keeps flipping. Um, that's two people, 100K each. And then uh, 250K firm commitment from a single person, so 600K total. So that's great. Now, uh, one of these people, I'm not going to say who, has also agreed to advise us, to advise Origin Clear's Water on Demand as sort of an investor proxy. This person will help, you, know, you met Manuel, Demet, uh, Manuel Viana a, a couple of weeks ago. Um, he's the GM and we've decided to add the voice of the investors in Water on Demand so that they can say, they can look at things and things go on and they don't, we're able to have that um, representation. This person does not have a governance um, role, but definitely ha is that extra, um, of eyes that you got to have.
So now um, let's briefly talk about um, the kind of project. I know what's going on. First project. So uh, tell us in general terms, Tom, how that's going along and where, where, what's, what's the plan? Well, as you know, we've been very busy with uh, stuff in the shop. So matter of fact, I think we talked about how much backlog we had, which was continuing to stack. And so we had quite many, many dozens. Of 32, 32. Yeah, it was, it was a lot, you know, it's like, wow, that's pretty cool. Of course, the guys are like, oh my God, that's a lot of work. We're like, it's all good. It's all good. So uh, what we were trying to do there was, is look at a couple different things. One is as we, we bring up this water on demand, uh, you know, capital commitment opportunity, we were trying to, you know, locate easier, you know, simpler things to do with this capital in the first couple turns so that we, you know, work our way through the process properly and have a quicker turn uh, as well. So we were picking some of the projects that were a little simpler and easier to, right. to you know, the supply chain organized for and then out the door. Uh, because as you know, we don't want to be on a, a very highly engineered process that could have, you know, outside uh, impacts from market. So we were picking things that were very much in our control. And how, how to eat an elephant one bite at a time for sure. Right. So that was the first step. And, you know, a lot of that stuff has to do with, you know, our water filtration and purification type systems. Those are bread and butter, you know, been doing it for, you know, 20, 30 years. And so systems like those are, are pretty uh, standardized. There's a lot of stuff uh, that's easy for us to do quickly. And in particular, you know, we also get to basically buy and sell inventory on that. So for example, if we buy a membrane or a filter, you know, really we're just waiting time on something like that. It's like I have to place an order, order 10 of them. They come in, we install them, you know, we, we manufacture and get it out the door. So the dollars are easily applied against something that's easier for me to estimate. And I have a long track record of years of knowing kind of the, the cycle time on all that. And so that makes it very simple. Oh yeah, this just totally makes sense. I mean, this first project was one that, that Dan was moving along with. In fact, it was the mobile home park in Pennsylvania. And um, what I think you, I think is very wise of you uh, because that, there's potentially regulatory issues that we've come across. And also it is a complex project. So we're like, okay, so how about we start with some, you know, stamp them out kind of things. And I think that's where you're going with that. Yeah. This, this way it's like, gives everybody a chance to, to see the entire process and make sure we do it the right way on the mobile home park, you know, you know, or any kind of real estate development project. There's, we love those. And the clients are excellent as far as, you know, having real operating needs and the equipment that we're deploying for those is important. On those types of projects, though, sometimes the equipment comes in, at, you know, one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars. But then there's sixty to eighty thousand dollars worth of integration, installation, digging holes in the ground, all sorts of fun stuff. And as as we tell people, when you got to dig a hole in the ground, you know that it it creates a complication because it's a wild card. You you don't know what happens when you dig a hole in the ground. It's a weird. Thing. <laughs> Lots of stuff could go go wrong and the cost could flex a lot. Like there's 10, 20 grand in there. That's the, well, I don't know. I hit a boulder. It's like, okay, well, so, you know, on something like that, you know, we just, we just need to get a little bit more clear cut on that. So I had a, I had to send it back out for quote actually for one of the uh, consulting engineers to make sure I get a, a better ground estimate. Good. Well, in fact, what we're doing is we're buying time to do it right. And then basically this, the, the last week, what we decided really was let's let the first project, first of all, choose 
choose um, an easy one, comparatively easy one, as you say, but also add time so we're not rushed and we set things up properly. And while these funds are idle, we're going to address this issue, right? $11 million uh, through October for combined progressive water and modular water, booked sales, and that's, you know, uh, you know full um, disclosure here, that is not revenue, it's not cash. Uh, so even though, so normally we do $4 million a year, but that's revenue, this maybe we'll end up at 12, $13 million in book sales. We're, we're gonna, I think, do more than four, but we're not gonna do the full 12 or 13. So just FYI. Anyway, this is the- Let me, let me move the chip off my shoulder. <laughs> no, but look, the point is we're proud of this. So it's, it's good stuff. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. No, I was busy disclaiming like crazy, but we're super, super proud of it. And um, because I don't want people to come back to me in April and say, God damn it, Riggs, uh, it wasn't 13 million. Um, so, but we're amazed. And, but what it creates, of course, is a need for cash flow, especially since we have supply chain issues going on. We want to snap up stuff quickly. So, here's what, what, what we're able to do we take the 600K, and while the funds are idle, we put them to work, and we do, we will be water demand managed by uh, Manuel with this investor watching is going to put out money on a secured agreement to progressive water and with factoring rates, which I won't get into those rates, but they're, they're healthy rates. And then um, the investors in water demand will see proceeds right away, which is gonna be great. So it's a win-win. Uh, water demand investors will see money a lot sooner than they would have gotten it with these full, um, uh, what are these full pays you go type uh, paper gallon type programs? Um, and we get to execute on this, which is going to do wonders for the cash flow and so forth. So, um, go ahead. Prasad and I were doing the numbers, uh, like always, actually. But you know, that's it's it's interesting what happens to us when we get ourselves into you know 2022, especially in that first quarter, like things get really very positive for us because of the way the projects turn and it gives us a lot of new opportunities. So we're, we're pretty excited. Right on. Um, I have a couple of chats here. Um, first of all, Ivan, is this basically just purifying municipal water or what is the source of water generally speaking? Actually, our, we do both. We, we purify wastewater so that it, so that the, because what people don't realize is you don't pay in your home. You don't pay for the stuff you flush down the toilet, but businesses do. And so, um, and in fact, those rates get very high. Um, you know, I've mentioned that, um, for example, breweries in places like Sonoma County, uh, that famous story about Sonoma County, California, which has the Russian River uh, Brewery, a, um, a company very similar to ours, it's a private company, um, got that contract, the pay per gallon contract, because... Sonoma County was just, the rates were skyrocketing and the Russian River Brewery could afford because of such a savings. Now, um, once, once you're purifying your own wastewater, you're able to reuse it and get another turn, at least one, one more turn. Uh, and that's where Ivan grew up in Sonoma, right on. Um, so you know probably the Russian River Brewery, where it is anyway. 
but we're also now in the business of purifying incoming water. And that's an exciting project that I'll be announcing. We're going to do some coverage on that in the, in the days and weeks to come, that high-end premium project that you and I, Tom, remember, Jesus, was that 2018? We went and saw the uh, Frank. I think it was 2019. Early 19, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all good. But, you know, we went on to one of their beautiful properties, which I was like, oh, man, this is a nice, nice hotel. I was like, we had some good food. <laughs> they had there at their premium restaurant. That was nice. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the kind of sales I like. So then they, they, um, <laughs> the thing made its way through. And now we have an actual ultra-pure water installation at a major high-end hotel that's, that they broke ground. Um, that it's built. It's, it's going to be commissioned soon. So expect coverage on that. So this will put us into treating the incoming water as well. Because guess what? Municipal water is not great. And um, in addition, the wastewater. Okay. So, and also the third thing that we do a lot of is conveyance. In other words, transporting water. Uh, in fact, we're talking about breaking out the pump station business as a separate division because pump stations are really simple. They're a tube with a pump in the bottom. And we're very good at those because our tube is very durable. Desalinization, Ivan, we don't do desalinization. This is not our trip. Although it's, we have bid, we did a bid to Kuwait for uh, I think three $200,000 containers for desal, but that got tied up. And I want to talk to what uh, Brad just brought up about uh, grant opportunities and um, for wastewater innovations, has OCU's state or federal funds for demonstration solutions. Here's the issue. We are not the fat cats. We're, we're not Veolia, we're not American Water Works. We haven't bought people with um, you know, all kinds of favors. So we tend to be the also ran on grants. Also, our space is the decentralization. In other words, these local treatment and those aren't getting grants yet. That is the, the government's way behind on that. They're still funding the centralized stuff. Whereas, um, and that's a big reason for water on demand, Timothy, We'll need trucks and trailers, safe drivers to haul transport, aqua, I drive truck now, right on. Well, trucking water, do you know? I think you know, Timothy, this is a huge business. Oh my gosh, there's so much water trucking going on and it's insane. Um, and a good friend of mine in, um, in Mexico has a $16 million business trucking wastewater um, to his central plant to, for treatment. So it's crazy and it's so wasteful, but anyway. Um, and that's where, again, decentralization helps. You don't have to truck the water, you know, to or from if you're treating it at the, at the location. Anyway, I'm going to continue here because um, we want to talk a little bit about how, um, how is water on demand like oil and gas? Now, paper gallon is steady revenue like an oil well. Well, how come investors until, until water on demand could not invest in a quote-unquote water well, water oil well, right? And that's because there's a couple of reasons. Um, one of them is that by law, only energy companies can have MLPs. What's an MLP? Master Limited Partnership that combines multiple uh, programs, uh, multiple oil and gas wells into one. And then, so it's basically uh, bundled oil and gas. And it's, it's a Fantastic business. The last 30 years, it's been very, very busy. And um, 
but it gets these MLPs get special tax treatment. So everybody jumped in and the government decided not to do that. So long story short, MLPs can only be for energy. And so, but we liked the idea. And so what we figured out was, well, why don't we do something similar, but it can't be a limited partnership. And so after a lot of work and working with lawyers and so forth, it's been nonstop. Now, if you invest in what on demand, you get a huge stock package, you get your warrants, you know, up to uh, two times 200% uh, multiplication of your investment. And then of course, a profit share from the paper gallon programs, a lot like oil and gas production, which is super. So um, that is a, an analogy that I think is very powerful because um, people understand that oil and gas is continuing revenue. The oil is coming out of the ground. Well, water should be continuing revenue as opposed to just selling somebody a, a water equipment. You should be able to operate it continuously. So um, I like the analogy, Tom. I do. Well, remember, we talked about this a long time ago because if you can start forming these, these concepts like the MLP concepts in oil and gas, they correlate also well to even how like the mining industry does, you know, royalty, you know, base finance. Right. And then you, you know, what happens is once you can do this stuff, then you have the ability to create synthetics and derivatives, which basically let you bundle things up, sell them back, do offset agreements. There's all such a wonderful things you can do with the revenue streams where you can break them into fractionalization. And that's yeah. what that industry was so good at doing. Amen. And, and, and in fact, um, this is where that uh, water coin comes in. I'm going to cover that right now. Uh, so there's this concept of the $5 million club, and that is what has unleashed investment in um, the, the water demand program. Okay. So Timothy, can I invest with you guys? You, you're about to see how you can, how you can contact us. Okay. So um, here, here's the offering. Now, because we created this $5 million club, we were able to take this from high net worth investors, meaning a million dollars each to regular accredited investors. Now, when you invest in this program, you get 150% redemption, meaning that you get your, your public stock um, multiplied by 50%. At the time you're ready, stock goes up, stock goes down, it's all good. Um, now, over time, this 150% is gonna go down. Not for people who invest in this, but the people who come along later. And here's a cool thing, maximum 25 cent conversion price. That means you can let the stock run to a dollar or two and stay in your preferred shares. You don't have to convert to catch that price rise. You're, you're guaranteed 25 cents. And you get your uh, five-year warrants, 25 cent warrants, 100%. And you have security in the subsidiary so that if the subsidiary you know, fails to operate um, properly, defaults, whatever, you uh, as an investor can get, your, get the shares of the subsidiary. Um, and the investors get 25% of the profits before taxes for up to 25 years, um, actually for as long as the thing goes. Now it could go 10 years, it could go 50 years, but when it's wound up, of course, you get a piece of whatever is in the pot. But here's the problem. Many investors are not too interested in sticking around for 25 years for their money, which is why we came up with the H2O coin. And this, in a way, Tom, is that kind of derivative uh, product we were talking about. We call it a digital bearer bond, where it takes your money, 
that you're receiving, that flow, and it packages it in a coin. And that coin has the intelligence of saying, oh, I'm going to keep paying this money all the way down the road to this address, whatever address you give me. And now it's just like that NFL player who took his contract and created a coin around it. And then people were able to buy pieces of his contract. He got the money now and they got future revenue and everybody won. Well, this is very similar. So this is a chance to potentially extract money now from future revenue streams. And there's also in the background, an idea of maybe doing a marketplace best down the road. Okay. If H2O coin doesn't happen, we'll just use regular payments, cash payments. But here's what is great about it. It's very conservative. The H2O coin is nothing uh, speculative about it because every single coin, every single gallon of water is being paid for. There's money attached to it. This is actually a, a money coin, right? Um, and it's very rare. You, you could almost call it a stable coin, except that here's what's interesting. It's going to go faster than the dollar. A stable coin typically is something priced at, at the dollar. Well, this is an inflation adjusted coin. That's what's really interesting because the underlying contracts are water indexed. Okay. Linda Wooten. Hi, Linda. Decentralization makes more and more sense each day. Amen to that. That's, I'm just looking at the chats here. Ken, Ken, Ken's in the house talking to people in the chat room, so feel free to chat with him. Okay, so what I'm getting at here is that there is a secret sauce that makes it possible for investors to come in, and that first sweet spot is $5 million on this offering. There's actually a premium if you come up with a $5 million investment. So how can we get in who don't have the $5 million? Talk to Ken. And here's how you contact Ken. OC.go slash Ken is connects you up with the team or invest at originclear.com or this phone number. And uh, Ken is a co-designer of this thing. So he really knows what the heck he's talking about. Ken says a stable coin on steroids, right on, right on. Um, but it's true. It's, it's, uh, inflation, it's an inflation, um, inflation uh, index, inflation index stable coin. Boom. There you go. So um, are we going to ship water to Africa and Pakistan? No, actually, Africa and Pakistan have plenty of water. They're just wasting a lot of it. And um, water is never in the right place. So, um, but here's part of the problem with water is that you can't just treat it as something you can just drain out. But I'm not going to go down that road. It's already um, 36 past. Thomas needs to put his, his kid to bed. Is there another mechanism making the H2O coin water indexed other than the price of the contracts connected to the water treatment projects? Very good question. Okay, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to quickly run through the, the, um, the flow chart. You asked for it. You know, you thought you were going to get away with a short briefing. Ha! Um, but this is a very interesting flow chart that kind of uh, tells it like it is. And it'll tell you what's going on. One second here. There we go. All right. Now, the normal business that Tom has been running here is ordinary design and build. Uh, customer pays the designer builder, in this case, progressive water or modular water, who then builds a system and then done, paid, walk away. If you add uh, water as a managed service with H2O, then what you've got is you've got investors funding the water demand subsidiary, which is what's been happening. Then a, an operating contract is drawn up with price indexing 
and the customer has payments on that contract. While on demand issues a purchase order to the designer builder who then builds a system. But notice that there's a sensor array on the right. That's very important because the data is gonna go up to the operation and maintenance um, center showing how many gallons have been treated to what quality, which enables billings. You notice how operation maintenance is also operating the system. And so the customer gets an operating system, clean water and makes payments. And here's where it goes into H2O. We go, oh, we're gonna issue uh, a coin that embeds the profit shares and that those profit shares go in the form of this coin to the investors. Now, there's an opportunity to resell that H2O with the built-in payment stream. Remember, it's a, it's a bond um, and is a potential marketplace. And that, Ivan, is where there's potential uh, appreciation from people swapping this inflation uh, indexed um, coin. And then, of course, in the back end is an opportunity to reinvest the coin for new projects or to use it for beneficial use like with a charity and so forth. So that, uh, you know, you really asked for it, but that is the, the vision and it's pretty workable. Okay, smart contract. And Ivan, if you're interested in hearing more, of course, feel free to reach out to Ken. Um, he's very, he's, he's actually the co-inventor on the dollar H2O. Okay, so Chris Worth working on Opportunity Zone outside of Muni, EcoSmart Real Estate Developments, which will be staged in Needs Strategy Consult with Kit Riggs and Ken and Tom, real estate manager I work with needs reverse osmosis and chiller tech, chiller technology in a box for an HVAC system in Las Vegas, Nevada, cash deal for equipment. So I don't know if this is in your scope. Yeah, we can deal with cash deals. <laughs> Not a problem. It's totally doable. We may, we may do these, you know, avoid the capital expense things, but you can pay cash. It's totally okay. So with that, um, I'm just going to go back to the wrap up. Tom has already left us to take care of his baby. Be sure to register for next week. It's getting, as I say, this hotel coverage is about to come in. And um, I'm excited about that. I should share the screen in order so you can see this wonderful piece of graphic. And that's it. So thank you very much, everyone. It's been great having you. We get, we, we, uh, we went a little bit into this interesting stuff. Hopefully, hopefully it wasn't too complicated. But the idea is this oil and gas analogy is very powerful. We're literally creating the equivalent of what Apollo did back in 1981 for the oil industry. We're creating that for the water industry. That's literally what's happening right now. And it's very, very exciting. So that's the story tonight. Look forward to hearing from you guys and talking to Ken. And with that, I'm going to wrap up. Have a great evening, everyone. And I'll see you guys next week. It's been very, very, a great pleasure hanging out with you. Good night. Mm -hmm.